What's up, everybody? It's your kid, Quayway, and we're back to another episode of Quay's World. I know it's been a super long drop, but this person is so hard to catch and so hard to get in touch with that. I just had, I just, I just, I just had to make it. I just had to elongate this episode so I could get her. So right now I got on the phone a very, very, very special guest to me. I'ma just, I'ma just let her go ahead and introduce herself. And here we go. Our interview with the goddess herself. Hello? Uh-huh. Alright, so you want what's up? Okay, how you expect wait. Before Quay. Yes. Okay, alright. I just wanted to make sure we clear the air before we start. Okay. So what's up? What's up? What's you, like, like, introduce yourself. Okay, so my name is Addy. Um, <laughs> you supposed to introduce me. This is the, the Zod. The Zod. All right, I'm going to do Zod. <laughs> we on Quay's World Podcast. And I'm going to be speaking today. So what's the topic that we want to be speaking on? Um, I'm going to just ask you a couple questions. Like, like, um, so like... Basically, basically me and the Zod, we go back to high school. Like, we go back to high school. Like, I'm cheesing I'm just talking to Zod because she is so hard to get in touch with. One of Philly's, what's Philly's finest? Like, she's just so hard to get in touch with. So, basically, I'm just going to be talking to you today about being black in the beauty industry. Like, or is it, or are you a beautician? Or are you a cosmetologist? I don't know. Which one are you, which one would you consider? I feel like. It's all the same. Like, I feel like cosmetology, beautician, it's all the beauty world. And it all collides together. So, I mean, if we want to go with the professional term, we'll say cosmetologist. But in all reality, you know, it's really beauty. Being a beautician, you know, you're beautifying people. Beautifying people. So, how you get into the, like, how you get into it? Because I remember in high school, like, I be telling my girl all the time, like, I don't know what be happening to people I gra- like I knew growing up, like or I knew I graduated with cause you were originally like like the fashion girl. I remember in high school. Like you was like, you know, like I think you got like the award for like most fashionable or something. Like so how'd you venture into the beauty path? Um, well, more so cause fashion and beauty is it goes together, so even back then in high school, like, you gotta think about it, even back when we was in high school, I loved fashion, and I always got into, you know, dressing different, always wanted to style my, my, you know, style my outfit up, our uniform, but I always took pride in, like, beauty of it, too. When it came down to the different lipsticks, when it came down to the different hair colors, like, you gotta remember those times, too, though, because it wasn't just the fashion. Like, I always stood out with my lipstick. I'll come to school, you know, a bright blue lipstick. Nobody ever did that before, and I'm doing it, and I'm the only one who's not afraid to do that. For sure. So, it's like, you know, I I always delve in both sides of it. Like, I wanted to look different and be different. So, it was like, you know, I don't want to just put on clothes and that just be it. I want to be known as the girl with the color patch blazer and the pink lipstick. Like, <laughs> and she's over there, you know, and I stand out. So, I feel like it all merges together. And then once I 
got a little bit older and I'm thirsty. I'm like, okay. I've been into hair. Once I we graduated, I went into hair school. So once I start seeing the beauty side of hair school, like being in the element, mm-hmm. it's beauty, it's makeup, it's skin, it's fashion shows. Everything plays a major part in going to cosmetology school. So I did fashion shows, I did hair shows, hair contests, fashion mm-hmm. contests. Plus all the, the beauty and the colors and everything, like, it all combines together. So when you step out, your outfit is it, your hair is it, your makeup is it, you know, you gotta be on point with all of that. So when you go to hair school, they just mesh it all together and let you learn both sides of it. Because, you know, you can't really have a, a popping look and you don't got a popping outfit. And then vice versa. Hold up, cause I know I know for sure. Like it was tons of times. Like before I cut my hair, I know it was tons of times for sure where I was like styling and profiling. I just ain't had no cut or like I ain't had no braids in my head. Definitely, I'm, I'm, if you a fashion person, period, then it don't even matter. You know, it's all about you wear the outfit, so it don't even matter about everything else. But it does play a part. I feel you know when you do go get that cut. Or you do get your hair braided, and you step out, and you got that fresh outfit on. I mean, how you really feel? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's like top tier. <laughs> that's like top tier. That's the best feeling in the world. Fresh hairstyle, fresh hairdo, fresh outfit. You know everything is on point. Everything. And that's the best feeling to yourself. Cause you know if you feel like everything on point, when you step out, ain't nobody gonna say nothing. Can't nobody say nothing if you know you fresh. From here to toe. Man, this would be a couple bummy days. But we not about me. It's about you. Um, well, yeah, you be all in though. So. Yeah. Trust me. I'll be chilling. I ain't always glammed up when I'm in the house. And I'll be regular, regular. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was, um, uh, you talking about when you were in the house. I mean, it's, remember one time, no, not even one time, senior year, you had on the blonde wig and the all-white dress with the shoes. Like, you already tall, but, like, the shoes just made you taller. And then you got the blonde joint on top of it. Like, you got the blonde little pieces. You listen, you is really naming my iconic moments of, like, when I was dressed. Because this is is you. You was doing stuff that was so far-fetched because... Like, everybody in our school was... That was the time of the Mona Lisa era. Like, everybody had the sticky-ass Mona Lisa lipstick. And like I hated Mona Lisa lip gloss. I was never <laughs> one of those girls. And I'm glad I was never one of them girls because I hated Mona Lisa. That's what made me stand out from the rest. Like, I always wanted to... I never wanted to be nothing like what they were doing. Like, mm-hmm. at all. I hated every bit of it. I'm like, Mm-mm, y'all all do the same thing. I'm gonna go this way. And the crazy part is... Everybody to this day that I do speak to here and there, they always bring up that. Like, you know, you always being unique, you always try to stand out. And that outfit, that day when we went to where was we even going? What was we on a boat, Sparrow? Yeah, we was on a boat. Yeah, we was definitely on a boat. And we was going there and everybody was like, Daddy, like you just dress so different, you just look so different from everybody else. Like I always pick to stand out. And <laughs> I never forget, I don't know if you remember, I don't want to say her name on here, but or right, just give her a nickname. All right, we gonna say Dina. Okay, I'm at loss right now. I'm trying to picture, oh, but all right. I'll listen. I'll say. I'll show. We'll talk about that once if it is. But you know who I'm talking about for sure. 
but <laughs> she walked up to me and she was like, damn, Zadi, you just be popping off doing shit with them. <laughs> just doing shit. She was like, don't even tell nobody you going to do stuff. You just be doing it. And I was like, because I popped out with a all platinum blonde pixie cut. And everybody was like, when you was going to tell us you was doing that? And you know me, I was never saying that. That's the like, beauty of it. <laughs> so, you know, like... I always wanted to just stand out. And in that dress, those those shoes alone, I don't even know where they are right now. It was like seven, six, seven inches. Like, whoop. I don't even know. Those was my Lady Gaga oh, era. No, but... <laughs> they was some Lady Gaga. <laughs> but that day, I remember that day, I was just like, God damn, I got to get a picture with Zai. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm one of the shortest people. She's one of the tallest girls right now. I got to get a picture with Zai. It's ridiculous. And I get so much, I used to get so much backlash for how, I would get positive feedback, but I would get a lot of negative feedback too. Because a lot of people didn't understand it, mm-hmm. so they didn't like it. And y'all knew me. Mm-hmm. Y'all was already going to school with me for years. They already knew how I dressed. Y'all already knew I like to stand out. So y'all accepted it like, this is how she is. Mm, so, absolutely. You know, every time she step out, this is how God give it up, you know? But other people, they was impact because you're, you're you're you are definitely one of the I would say um females in my life that definitely taught me I guess what to look for and how to treat another female along with some other people but you are def do you feel like having such an impact long ago in the beauty world definitely influenced now because I see now you you <laughs> See now you 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 doing it like you doing it like you out here making bags, you doing all that. Yeah, definitely. I I love the fact that I had an impact on uh, the world, even but well, not even the world, but you know, just the the my my peers and the people that I was amongst. I'm glad that I had an impact on them ten years ago to stand out and you know step out into the world and wear what you want to wear and be who you want to be. I always admired that even back then because I'm not I am I'm more in the beauty world than I do the fashion world now like I, I wear different things but my fashion is not the same as it was 10 years ago and I look back at that and I'm like what changed like why don't you I actually wanted to step back into dressing more of like my wacky ways the things that I used to put on and all of that I want to step back into that but having that impact is definitely crazy and even having it up till now is definitely uh like surreal sometimes because sometimes i don't believe that i actually have an impact until like i do something and then like somebody who hangs around me they like do it next and then i'm like oh damn like i do have an impact but i never look at it like that i'm just so humble you know like i don't you know how i am though 
Shit, I saw them once I first. <laughs> they was never going to step if it wasn't me. Like, I, you know, like I had people who be writing me on Twitter that I used to go to high school with, and they like, nobody was beating Zod in the dress area. Like, when it came down to wearing different stuff, y'all wasn't doing that. She was doing that even back then. Like, high school, she had all them types of joints. Like, they didn't show me, like, different jackets, blazers that people wear today. And oh, they showed sure. me, like, remember you been did this? So it's like, when I see it, I'm just happy that people dress the way that they want to dress now. And that's what it's like. My mom for years would tell me, like, I hate the way you dress. Like, she never liked any of my outfits. She always hated everything. But you want to know something? I knew that outfit was going to be a banger if she said she ain't like it. And I'm <laughs> like, all right, all right. When I step out, watch this mom. Everybody want to say they like it. And that's what, what happened. I step out and I get a thousand compliments. And then my mom be like, well... After a while, she would say, it works for you, and, and that's what you wear, and you get compliments, so you know what I'm going to say. And so trust me, I had I had the influential part, and I get the naysayers, too, from doing the things that I do and wearing what I wear. I think now, I guess, me becoming a mom, I probably chill more on wearing, like, the crazy things that I like to wear. But I'm about to snap. Hey. I'm coming back, because I already had a resurrected moment oh. in my life. You know, like two weeks ago, I was like, I'm tired. Because everybody look, looks the same. Yeah. And everybody dressing the same and wear the same stuff. And I got an inspiration from, it's funny that I'm influential and then people are inspired by me. But I actually got inspired by this um, other girl on IG. I see her a lot on Twitter too. But on IG mainly is where you see all her fits. Um, and her name is Zane. And she's just like super dope. Everything that she wears is like it. Like I love everything because she wears all the crazy stuff. I mean, the earrings are always different. Like me, I, I would choose spiral earrings. You could take the piece. Like I got vintage things from years of just grandmother's vintage pieces, all that. And she has all of those different types of things, and she dresses up amazing. Like I love every outfit. She inspired me. Once I was looking at her page, I'm like. You know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go back to how I used to be, where I used to separate from the crowd. When I step out, you know, they, they looking. Like, what does she have on? What is she wearing? <laughs> so, you know, I've been thinking about doing that again. I'm like, you know, I'm bored with, I'm bored with what's going on. <laughs> like, the girls is looking pretty and the girls is looking good. Uh, but the girls uh... ain't trusting. And that's bothering me. The girls ain't girling. <laughs> the girls ain't dressing. They not dressing at all. A lot of these Instagram influences, they be putting on a lot of no shade, but they do be putting on a lot of fashion over outfits, like little two top top piece, little tight. And sheen, and sheen, and sheen, and sheen. Definitely have you on the sheen. And I'm a sheen girl. Don't get me wrong. I just got my pancakes like two weeks ago. But let me tell you, when I pop out, I'm having one of my days. Just stay tuned. Cause tomorrow. I'm going to a birthday party and I plan to just pop all the way out and it's all she in, but you ain't going to because when I put it on, I put it on and I actually went out my, I went back out my comfort zone like how I used to do years ago. So I got some things that's going to really, you know, put it out there. 
and I'm just ready for that because they not dressing. The only ones that I'm going to shout out, I love the way Jada Wade dress. She can put it together. Dusty Orr can put it together. But I ain't really... It ain't, no really, it ain't really nobody else that I feel like in this world is really throwing it on and really like showing they fit. It is, it's not the same no more. All the girls, they, they want to be sexy and they want to show skin and all that, like all day. I love and skin. And sometimes, I, don't get me wrong, I love, I show skin. So I'm not shading the girls, I'm just saying, they're not getting dressed. Like they is just throwing on like little cheap little outfits, and so this is what the 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 tech, the little like light pack that a lot of these Instagram models do, and influencers, they get the outfit that's cheap, and then they put on a pair of shoes that's expensive and a bag that's expensive, and then they think that they're like the it girl. Well, yeah, that was me today. I got on some fucking Amazon track pants, but I'm definitely gonna put these Jordans on. We all do it, but what I'm saying is that the girls are taking the easy way out. Like, they is literally putting on a $12 dress and just saying, like, oh, I look fly. But it's not really giving fly. Like, I need you to really put it together. It's not about how much it costs. It's about how you throw it together. That's why I got to kind of, mm-mm. mm-mm. I'm about to bring some spice back to the life because, yeah. They not really doing that in these days. And I wanted to pop out. I definitely do. I'm trying to... I see a lot of girls that are dressing that is, like, up there in the influence world. They definitely clashing the 90s, early 2000s to now. You know? If you see that, that's definitely coming back. Like, the the airbrush hats, the airbrush shirts. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Like, I was... I was... <clears throat> myself, I was downtown today, and it was just like... Well... For the job, my new job, I got with cargos, and then like I bought the I bought the two little pair of cargos for work, for work, for work. But I remember like it was a time where like niggas like like they were like I don't even like I don't even wear cargos anymore. But every girl I saw downtown today had on a pair of cargos. I'm like, is it the aesthetic? It's definitely aesthetic because I found myself searching for some army fatigue ones online. That's what I saw. <laughs> So it's like everything that I had, I don't even have it anymore. But it spins the block. Like people, <laughs> people be army fatigue died down. You couldn't be seen in no army fatigue. Like ew, you know nobody was wearing that. But then it was bad. Cargos died down. You can't be wearing no cargos. That died down. Then it was bad. Everything is bad. I see the girls is buying baby fat sweaters. Oh, yes, very much a thing. I mean, I saw some girls some juicy shit, like a juicy couture sweat. Juicy ain't nothing, because I, I still rock a juicy sweatsuit. I actually want one, but the baby fat, though, but her website's still up and booming. Like, if you go on babyfat.com, she's still on there, like, making her money, making her a coin. Shout out so, to Kamora. Okay, Kamora, for being 
a fashion icon early in the game as well. We were still young bucks running around. And all our mamas was wearing baby fat. <laughs> but, for sure. For sure, for sure. But everything, is, it, it comes back. So airbrushed, airbrushed t-shirts, airbrushed hats, that's recircling right now. That's what's in. Like, so the girls is wearing that. It's a lot of things that the girls are just doing that I'm seeing. Everything comes back. Everything comes back. Everything recircles. And that's why I wear what I wear. I encourage people to dress how they want to dress. Throw on what you want to throw on. You know, express your creativity through whatever. I'm slowly trying to branch up to everything. So I'm I'm starting at, you know, bags, shades. I keep it there because... I can do that. You know, I got that under the bag. You know, I've been doing art for forever. Yeah, so you was, you was, oh my God, like you was just, God damn, I forgot you knew how to draw. You know, I've been, that's all high school. When did I ever not take up art? That was where you could, you could find, if you was looking for me, you was going to find me in art class more than likely. <laughs> if you really wanted to find me. So it was like, that's where I stayed at. So it's like art, fashion, beauty, all of that really going to one. And if you see, you know, you knowing me, we've been out of high school for, what was that? We graduated 2014. What was mm-hmm. that? Seven, eight years? I don't know. <laughs> God damn. Hold up. God damn. Yeah. That's eight years that we, well, June... 17, I mean, eight years that we've been out of high school. And throughout that time of being in high school with each other, you notice that it all branched into different things. Like, it started off with artwork and me doing art and me dressing in the fashion. Then it progressed on and then it progressed into beauty and then me designing bags and shades and then, you know, still stepping into the beauty world of doing cosmetology and hair and makeup and then clothes everything play your part because I gotta take them same artistic skills to put them on the bags or the shades I gotta take the same fashion skills to throw on my outfits that I got now and wear those bags with these outfits and know what the girls like and then I gotta take this beauty and mix it in with just being beautiful and being black you know like we gotta really show what we can do we show our versatility and we gotta continue to show our versatility because I went from, you know, you know, I love me a good thing. Like, that was my like, <laughs> That was my style. I love me a good old, you know, I don't even want to say it on the pod because they're going to say, you know, it's like a slur at this point. You can't even say stuff like this these days. But, you know, a good old straight across thing, bam. They was calling me Nikki all day and tomorrow because that was the style. It's all, we black women got range, period. So range. We can range. We can go from, oh, you want you a short pet baddie? You want you a natural twist out baddie? You want you a frontal with the 40 inch to the ass baddie? What do you, you want braids? You know, you ain't got the lie crack. Like, what you, what do you really want? So, therefore, I feel as though we're dealing with black women in the beauty industry. We can go whatever route. Like, which way you want to take it? And I, that's what I love about us that we, we don't just have that one face, that one look. You cannot subject me to just that. I've cut my hair off to nothing. I've had it grow down my back. 
I've had reds. I have all types of. I've had orange, blue, green, red, blonde. I had every every color you could possibly think of. I've done to my hair because I feel like beauty is to be able to express yourself in every way you see fit. That's crazy. I just told my girl that, like, beauty beauty is not in your hair. Like, that's what girls be thinking. Like, beauty, like girls associate beauty with their hair. Like, that's why I feel like that's why when, like, say if, like, cancer patient is, like, losing their hair from chemo, like, that's why girls be crying because they feel like their hair makes them beautiful. Like, that's, I don't feel like that's what, you know, your hair does. Like, you know, like, my sister, like, she done been through. <laughs> This girl's hair done been through hell and back. Definitely. And I, what I would say, I'm going to go against what you said and just say that a black woman's crown is her hair. And that's the biggest crown that we have because wherever we go, there's a, there's a way that they're looking at us. You know what I'm saying? So that's the one thing that we feel like is our power in anything. Like our hair being strong, our hair being our strength. Like we, it's the main character. Like the the hair is everything. And this stems back from being young. Like every little girl, when they was young and they, we get ready to go to school. You want to make sure you pressed out and look nice. Or you want to make sure your baldies and your parrots looking good. Because it's not about what the world say. It's about how you feel when you step out that door. You How you feel. And how you feel beautiful in your own skin. You can wear the biggest fro outside. And I feel like we're not accepted by a lot of things. I feel we're judged by our hair. If I was to wear my natural hair... In a, in a rat set, I would look perfect for the business setting to sit behind a desk. But if I wear braids in their eyes or whoever's eyes, I wouldn't look professional in that setting. I wouldn't look like I belong because I have braids in. Or if I get a frontal, I don't look like I belong at Wendy's flipping a burger because I have a frontal and you look like an Instagram girl or you should be doing this and that. So it's a lot of judgment that does come with hair and what you choose to wear. And that's why I feel like that's your crown because they already paint you as something when you have your hair like this and like that. Most guys don't even want to talk to you if you got your natural hair out. Like, they like the natural hair, but they like the natural hair when it's pressed out. They yes. Don't like the natural, they don't like the natural hair when you just washed your hair and it's in the shrinkage is real and it's drawn up to your head. They don't like that. When they see that, now they look at you like you, you boy, Kenzie, Kenzie from the roots <laughs> because they just they, they ain't even they don't even want to. You have no parts of the situation anymore because they're like, oh, I didn't sign up for this. But like I said, we black women have range. So just because you see me looking like that, that's because it ain't pulled out. That's because it ain't pressed out. It's just chilling in its natural state so it can be protected. But if I take this heat and I pull it out and it comes down my back and it blow in the wind, don't come for me now. You know, don't say nothing to me now because it, you're not respecting the process. You're not respecting what it, what it takes to be a black woman and to embrace my beauty and my hair. This is me and my natural state. This is me 
before all of that. So our hair is definitely our crown because there is so many naysayers to our hair. So many. We have been called nappy-headed. We have been, oh, the things we have been said and told to think about our hair. This is our crown. We got to protect it. Coming from a, a woman who been through everything when it comes down to her hair on her head, yeah, beauty is definitely a beauty because it can mess with you mentally because you're looking at other people and think, why is my hair not like this or why is my hair not like that and this and that. I've been through so much when it comes down to my hair from the relaxers, my hair falling out cutting it off, growing it back, starting over. I just started over, literally. Like, I cut my hair off a few years ago, and I let just come back on its own, and I stopped touching it, and I stopped doing stuff to it, and I let it just grow back. And I, I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with how I feel when I take my hair out, and I look at my real hair. I'm, I'm pleased to know that I don't have no chemicals in it, that I'm no longer a slave to the, to the relaxers, and stuck in that world. So, I feel like that's definitely our crown. We deal with a lot when it comes into our hair, and it does play a major part in self-esteem, confidence, everything like that. You know, so when we step out in this world, everything counts. Everything is important. And our hair is really it. Like, it definitely is our crown. And I'm not saying that we should let it run us, but... Black women don't play about their hair. Nah. <laughs> we don't play about our hair. Yeah. And, and the fact that we don't play about our hair, because we know, do you know how long it took me to get this style? Do you know how long it took me to get, like, you know, to, to wait in this salon chair and do this? And me being a hairstylist, honey, I know. Yeah, good I three hours. Sat, I didn't stand in the seat and I didn't did, been the one standing behind the seat for two, three hours. Shoot, sometimes five, six hours if you braid it. It depends. Yeah, maybe good, good seven, hours. eight. Eight. Nah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't sitting in no chair. Don't get me wrong. A lot of times they do take that long, especially those extended false locks that these girls want down to their calves. That's the new. That's the new thing. That's the new. I love locks. I gotta braid you down all the way to your calf, and then I gotta wrap some hair around all the way down to your calf. We gonna be here a while, so that's why black women don't black women don't play about their hair because we was sitting there for a while. So don't mess up nothing, <laughs> don't touch nothing, and don't talk about nothing because you we already deal with a lot. Man, and, but it all plays, it all plays into it, and so you know it's beautiful nonetheless. Beautiful in all shapes and aspects and everything like that. Like I can see the the most kinkiest hair, beautiful. I can see the most finest hair that's beautiful. Like I have learned being in the hair the hair industry, beauty industry, and being around fashion and everything. I learned that everything is beautiful in its own way. Everything, like literally every person, everything. Like there is nothing that is not to standard or not considered good or good hair or the standard beauty no everyone is beautiful and then when you get into that world and you see that you see the beauty 
and everyone. Every client who here I'm done, whether they're eight years old or ten, they're beautiful. Every bag that I sell, my clients are beautiful. You know, like everything is made for whatever, and that's just the way I see it. So you know, being in that world, you open up to a lot of different things. You're more open to everything. I'm just like I'm just picturing the shit that I be seeing that word. Like as soon as a as soon as somebody like as soon as a girl come in like her wig on screen door mode, I'd be like, they must have been Russian. <laughs> or they must have they, they must have been Russian. Yeah, or they they must they they pluck too much. They pluck too much. Like you need to take that off. Like go we'll take that off. Let me let me see. Let me see what's up under there. The overplucking is a thing doing hair a lot of women be doing it and a lot of people will be over plucking because they didn't put the wig on their head first to see where they need to pluck ladies if you listen in please put the wig on your head first before you start plucking so you can know where you need to pluck yeah like number two wet the hair before you pluck it i'm like giving tips because like, you know i really do this so it's like <laughs> wet the hair wet the hair before you pluck it so you don't over pluck period and if the screen door is showing, and I'm going to say this is another tip, no matter what, and this is for the guys, and you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. The screen door is always going to show because this is the thing. It's not naturally coming out of my scalp. So therefore, you're going to, I'm not saying that you're not supposed to see my whole screen door, my whole entire lace, but you definitely are going to see lace nonetheless. It's just about how you melt it onto the skin. It's good lace, there's bad lace. There's HD lace, and there's transparent lace. One is brown, and one is clear. We're going to shoot for the clear HD lace if you don't want to see your screen door. And fellas, if y'all willing to pay, because it ain't cheap for that HD Hey. Hey, hey, yes, money, cash money. The guys don't be wanting to pay for the girls to get their hair done. What's with that? What? What the hell? <laughs> oh god, it's too much. It's too much. It's overrated. It's overrated. These units, these wigs, these extension, these locks, these braids. Y'all going on vacation. Look, y'all trying to go to Miami and you, you telling me your braids cost your braids cost 250 but you asking me for $450? Nah. Nah. I'm sorry, Zach. Now, what I, I will say I is that if I want to go on a trip, mm-hmm. I'm not about to even ask for you to take care of the hair. See, this thing. You know, I'm a material girl, so, you know, I'm a little bit different from the other girls. I will drop the bag on my hair. I will. Beauty. Beauty has no limits. It don't got no cost. You know? When you want to look how you want to look, you're going to pay what you weigh. And I be paying, okay? Top dollar. Sometimes, I shouldn't even be paying that much. But on average, a lot of times, a good lady... And some good bundles, three bundles and a good frontal is five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, you get the fuck off my phone right now. <laughs> my stylist charges me. See, my stylist has a set price for me. She only charges me one fifty. That's my girlfriend, so she charges me one fifty for the install. Mhm. So I'm gonna charge her one fifty for the 
Sway, how many times have you listened to Nelson Mine? Girl, I can't stay about the <laughs> I can't stay on the <laughs> We ain't gonna talk about the times I I didn't <laughs> Whew. We ain't gonna talk about the time. Had to slide a little couple of dollars here, slide a little couple of dollars here, cause, cause I know Teddy got it. Teddy got it. We okay. Ain't gonna talk about. We how ain't many gonna... times you done, How many times you held the girl down? We ain't gonna talk about get her a new polish change at the salon. Period. We ain't gonna talk about the days. Listen. You kind of carried me through the last, my last couple years. Like, don't act like you didn't, okay? We ain't gonna talk about that. You was really my dog. We was in there together. Oh, <laughs> we, oh. we was rollies every day. Rollies. <laughs> like, they don't even dig. They so, don't. you know, but that was, then I could spend five dollars on a nail change, color, a color change, and we good. But today, oh no. Today, inflation. Inflation is real, okay? Oh, I know. And now I'm the type of person, I want designs on all my fingers. Oh, my God, God. no. Get off my phone. Uh, nah, get off my phone. Oh, I want to design on every finger. But right now, I have on, I have um, French tips on my uh, nails and my feet, short set. That was $113. What? What? Hold, hold up. One. <laughs> Wait. One. Because the girls that get it, they get it. Listen. Acrylic on the big toe. Not because we Oh my god. Yeah. Not because we don't have a big toe, but because we like it. And then I get acrylic on the pinky toes. Look at my head. What? I, I listen. My girl. In between the eye the eyebrows getting done, which I don't even really like to touch my eyebrows. I really wanted to find a brow a brow person to do them. But I don't even like to touch my brows. But anyway, just to clean me up. And but on average, so this is the this is the least I paid for a set. This was one thirteen. This is the least I paid for a set. Why am I My giving set? you more than a hundred dollars for some nails for your hands? I can do oh, your nails no. at the house. Mm-mm. See my birthday last year, see child. Let me tell you, no nails on my open, so we had to drive an hour away. Shout out to my Buddha. But you mean, <laughs> we had to drive an hour away to find a nail salon. And when I got there and I paid for everything, well, I didn't, not me. Because, you know, I'm a city girl. Like, he, no. did. <laughs> he did. He did. Because only messes girl. with I'm ballers. But once I, the total came to the end and I literally had $100 in my hand and it was over there. So that was the beginning of me knowing that it was never turning around and it was only going up from here. So, so once I, you I, I get your first taste, you addicted, basically. You're addicted. So oh, I got nah. every I got every nail a design on them and I got so addicted with the designs and wanting something on nails and I had they have to stand out now. So now when I get them done, I have to have something different. So I did the um you know the Beyonce, um, she wears the moons all over the clothes. The different little half of moons. I did those on my nails. I did the the the, the paws, that that little elephant looking thing. I did it all. I did the cheetah print. I did uh, Chanel stickers on my uh, nails. I did the LV stickers on my nails. Oh God, I did it all. I just like to have the bougie nails, and they cost a lot of money. A 150, 170. Shoot. 170. 
170 is the highest I paid. You can get the fuck off my phone. On my nose. And after the nose, what else is the Is we done here? Because I think after I do my nose, my feet. Okay, so then we want the outfit. The outfit should never cost that much. That's just me. I do. I spend so much money on everything else that I would never spend that much money on outfits. I have pieces that are designer that, you know, you know, you know, but that don't mean I'm just, I'm material girl when it comes to self-care. I'm not material girl when it comes to, like, shopping yet. I didn't make it to material girl all the way. Yeah, no. But when I pop out, I'm a look like one, and so, you know, when you get to the clothes, you just add your pieces in. So I would do, like, I'll put in the whole outfit that comes from Fashion Over. It might look know regular but what we're gonna do is we're gonna add our accessories and all that and do it up and make sure we that everything don't look all just regular that's how you keep it together and a lot of times spending all your money on the beauty it is an investment an expensive one like what the fuck like yo like i don't i don't i don't i'm not breaking up with my girl but now I don't really, I don't even want to be with her no more. I don't want to spend that money on I her. I don't want to be with her no more. Don't even play with her. I don't because be listen, we appreciate that. Because at the end of the day, I what? No joke. No joke. No joke. I'm an Aquarius. Weekend of my birthday, we went out. She wanted to get her nails done. All right, cool. Let me find you a spot to get your nails in. Found a spot. We're in Jersey, mind you. She goes to the spot. I'm sitting in the car. Going there. Y'all do... I don't fucking know what I said. Do y'all repair toes if y'all... If it's not your work? Yeah, sure. Come bring her in. Blah, blah, blah. Send her in there. It's my birthday. Fuck it, bitch. Don't spend no bread. Here, take my card. Which card? Don't like sidebar. Just which card? Take the card that got the most money. A couple minutes later, not even a couple minutes, couple hours. One hundred twenty-one dollars in the nail salon. Never again. No. Because some dumb shit about powder, powder, whatever. Oh. Not with my card, no. No, not with my money. You can do that on your own time with your own money, not with my money. No, never again. That's why a lot of the things that I do, like if I do spend a lot of money or whatever, I'll I'll try to just do with like with my own money or I'll try to get like I'll have my own little other cash and then I'll accumulate it with other money and then I'll do it because just going up to your boo and saying 
hey babe, I need damn near a thousand dollars. Cause to be honest, look at you, stupid. That's what you really mean. They already be looking crazy when you say you about to spend five hundred on bundles. They be like, bro, I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, cause what you getting I'm that I ain't got? Serious. If I ain't got it, you ain't got it. And therefore, we ain't getting it. So what one you need about, that for? But one thing about guys, I would say is that y'all, y'all will be like, if you got the money to do it, then do it. Whatever. Like, you know, y'all nonchalant, and y'all more so just be like, whatever, do your thing. And 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 if you got the money, you know, do it. And it will come back, and it will look nice, and y'all will just be distracted from the fact that we spent maybe that much money because of how good we look. Sometimes. Yeah, and then a lot of times it gets thrown back in your face. Like, <clears throat> I kind of went through that recently. Yeah, of course, because, yeah. like, what the, what the, You want to spend 600 on weave? Because you, you, listen, my girl got the body of a goddess. If the body is bodying and the hair is hairing, more than likely I'm not going to say nothing. But if one don't match the other and... What, you stupid mother why would you spend that much now you now you want something else you're complaining about something else and you didn't spend this much not my fault not my fault like I don't be understanding see something. I always make sure that when I do these investments which if you're going to make an investment to spend this much money you have to make sure you do it one big time and you reuse these things. Yeah, it'd be like a one-time thing. Like, it'd be a membership. Like, I'd just be paying into, like, I'll pay, like, a one-time fee or something. Like, a big, large amount. And then, like, it'd be a continuous thing. Like, what the fuck? Why do I gotta keep paying? It's like, y'all not, you not close with the, with the girl that do the nails? Like, you not close with Kim? Why you ain't close with Kim? Get close with Kim so she can give you a discount. Come on, now. You, you, what you doing? See, that's why my behind is trying to get in, get my nut well. So I go to Kim to get nails done. But my girlfriend does the lashes. She also does nails. And I've been trying to book appointments with her because I want to go to her instead. But they charge an arm and a leg. Because you know that it don't matter who you go to these days. Everybody charges. Everybody with that big money. Which I don't know. So I'm trying to get it too. So you just gotta pay what you weigh. You know, that's hard out here. Child. Made me want to start doing all this stuff by myself. I mean, well, you've been doing it for years, so it's not gonna yeah. be too hard for you. Honestly, I got lazy and was feeling like, oh, I'm tired of always on my own here. I want to sit in the chair. And once I sat in the salon chair, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, after not sitting in it for so long, it's a red. It is a red. I can't stop sitting in the salon chair because I just got so used to somebody else worrying about my hair and doing it and all of that. I just ain't do it. But I did do my hair recently. I did it twice. You know, I can't keep no styling for longer than a week. That ain't my MO. And I had a red bobbin. Now I got a side swoop with a braid. So both of them styles cost me zero dollars. Actually, no. I had to buy edge control. That's probably it. Because I already had these things on deck. Because I do hair. So, I already had everything. So, I really didn't have to worry about 
I just literally took my hair out, washed it, and just was like, I'm doing something else. And I do it a lot. All the time. So that's, how I save, that's how I save money. Because spending all of it on frontals and everything like that every single time, like, it is hard to keep up. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a material girl, but I'm telling y'all, like, it's not for the week. You will be dropping a bag if you want to be that girl. Every single time. Every single time. I'm telling y'all, it is a Like, but I get over it, though. Once I, my, once I flip them bundles back and that funnel and them edges is on a beam and I'm getting my, I'm, I got the ring light sitting in front of me. I'm that girl. You can't tell me nothing. I don't care that I just spent the arm and the leg. I look good. Ready to go. And I feel like that's how a lot of people be feeling. But I've been trying to also save because you got to be a responsible girl as well. So I've been doing my own hair, doing a little different styles, trying to keep it afloat. But I feel like it ain't about the style, it's about the person that's rocking it. You feel me? For sure, I but felt I that one. I don't even need a frontal every single time. I just can't wait. Like, I'm definitely going to start popping out more with the fits and everything like that. Because I'm excited to do that. You know, I actually wanted to start a, a vlog. Another girl who actually inspired me. She's a thrift store. And that's another thing that the fashion world don't get. Stop thinking that you have to go buy designer in order to be fashion. That ain't even it. You want to know where some of my top pieces that was fashionable came from? The thrift store. The thrift store. The thrift store. That's because nobody wants to thrift. Why not? It's become a thing, a little thing. It is now, but it was frowned upon. Yeah, I mean, because nobody wanted to wear, like, secondhand clothes. Like, second... I mean, like, I guess hand-me-downs was cool. But, like, secondhand clothes, like, that was on somebody else's body that wasn't kin to you was, like, a thing. Yeah, it is hard to do that. But I feel as though a lot of times I went to the thrift store, there were things that were brand new, like, never worn before. You can find a lot of pieces that was never worn before. And even if... You have to think about it. Like, a lot of people don't even look at the fact that when you go into a store to try something on, literally somebody probably had that same shirt on and went and tried it in the dressing room, said they didn't like it, and it got hung up on the rack. So you just have to keep that in mind when you're shopping in general, even at your local store where you pop a tag off of it and you think you're the first one wearing it. And once I had that mindset, like, bruh, somebody probably literally put these pants on and I'm buying them. Why are you scared to go to the thrift store again? Because they, at least they wash them. That's them people that be in their regular stores. They did not wash that shirt before they put it back on the, on the hanger and hung it back up to somebody else to try it on. They didn't even wash it. One thing I can say about their thrift and Goodwill and all of those things, they wash the clothes before they sell. So, that's major. Major. Headphone major, 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 major. Yeah, definitely that. Oh my god, we on 55 minutes. Alright, Zai, that's crazy. I will be having you on for part two. If you okay. if you would not mind joining me again. But one question I'm gonna ask this at the end of all my interviews. What does loyalty mean to you being a beautician? Mm-hmm. Loyalty to me being a beautician. Consistency. Consistency, like coming back to me every single time 
and expressing that loyalty right back. Like, you know, building a bond with your client and your client building a bond with you, that plays a major part. And that's just what the biggest loyalty means to me in the beauty world. Like, you know, I have my clients who come look for me and they're like, we want Zadi. That's loyalty. I want you to come to their front desk and look for me every time because that's loyalty, you know? And I do the same thing with my stylist. I, I want her every time because that's what's loyal. So, you know, and you build credibility with people when you're loyal to them in the beauty world. All that chair hopping ain't for the ones. Like, we ain't talking to you. We talking about the ones who go to, who they go to every time. You got to be... In the beauty world, I need the girls in 2022 to be more like the guys with their barbers. They're for never sure. training on them. They're Had the same bar since me. high school, for sure. Why you can't just stick it out with me, sis? <laughs> like, they go to the same people, they wouldn't even dare. They Like, guys are so strong on that, man. They look at the next person and be like, hell no, you ain't cutting my hair. Yeah. I need the girls to be the same way. And that's loyalty for the beautician world 2022. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Zai. I'm going to call you right back as soon as I wrap it up here. All right. Thank you, Quay, for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. It was nice talking to you, and I'll holler at you on part two. Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you so much, Zai. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Be safe. You too. And that is it for the longest episode of Quay's World. Remember, it's just a female with big, thick energy. Good night! <laughs>